Happy Wednesday, Estavia. How are you? Happy Wednesday, Awuti Manja, and to the listeners as well. I am good, thank you, and how are you? I, we are like this and like that. Sweet like a sour lemon. <laughs> I ask you. <laughs> I was just saying to him, do if he doesn't behave, I'm gonna tell on him. I'm gonna tell you. So he must. You must tell on on him when I would mention. Yeah. You must. You must. I said, hey, bro, you better watch yourself. Me, I will talk. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> would you classify that as me bullying him to Ostavia? Well, it depends, I would manja, on, on the behavior and how severe it is. You know, um, workplace bullying is, is, is behavior that is reoccurring. And it's a pattern of behavior that is intended to cause harm to another. So if your intention is really to cause harm and it's something that you keep doing over and over again, then it, it can be perceived from the other person's point of view as you exerting some sort of you know, bullying or unfair treatment towards them. And also the fact that when people make make you aware that they don't appreciate certain things you do mm-hmm. or certain things you say, but you persist, that then lends itself to bullying. Absolutely, I would mind that because it's also about, you know, the frequency and the persistence of the behavior and as well as the nature of the behavior. And when a person also has the courage to keep to say to you that, you know what, I really, I don't like it when you do this or I don't like it when you yell at me or humiliate me or you do, do X, Y, and Z and you still continue with that behavior, then it means that that person has really some sort of ground to stand on in terms of what they are now starting to perceive as, as bullying. The bullies, do they realize that they're bullying people? Eish, no, it's a tough one, I would demand. You know, simply because... I speak from experience and I've experienced bullying from, you know, being a child, but I've also observed it happening in the workplace during my my years of being in the work. And I've seen how bullies can, you know, carry themselves and how they treat others. Sometimes I would sit there and question myself, is this person really listening to themselves? Are they watching themselves behave? What is going on? But one thing I've also learned, I would manga, is that bullies are sometimes people who will want to portray or display themselves as very sociable, confident, charismatic people, whereas within themselves, they may be going through a whole lot of other internal struggles that they are going through, and they probably don't have a place to go and speak about it, or whatever the case may be. But usually, they behave like this because they themselves they are, are going through some sort of issues and they have their own weaknesses as well. So instead of dealing with them in a more healthy and a more proactive manner, they rather want to project their own issues onto somebody else by suppressing the next person so that they can feel so much more better about themselves. Yeah. Well, I wonder then, therefore, if, if uh, they, they couldn't look to people they trust people they love people they believe in to help them uh, to avoid actually taking on a, a lesser person as it were yeah I would demand that, you know it's 
I guess when you when you are interfacing or interacting with somebody who's a bully, you don't fully know exactly what is happening behind the scenes. What we we get to see is actually only the top or the tip of the iceberg. But one thing for sure is that there are deeper underlying issues. You know, sometimes if uh, I would encourage that somebody who is seeing that they are, their behavior is kind of on the borderlines of being a bully, they need to start questioning themselves on what is happening. And if ever they are not feeling supported in their personal spaces, they need to know that there are other ways of finding help, you know, that is beyond their personal spaces. Sometimes you find that a bully is somebody who's being bullied or hurt themselves in their home. They are not feeling that they are equal or they are not feeling that there's an equal balance of power in their relationships at home. And as a result, they would be taking out that con- that frustration and wanting to, you know, gain back that sort of control that they don't have in their personal space at home. And not to say that that is justifiable or acceptable. All I'm saying is that it, it could be that beyond the, the workplace boundaries, there are other deeper things happening in their personal lives and they just don't know how to reach out for help or where to go for help for that matter. I, I, I'm just wondering, I know this uh, might just be putting, you know, a cat among the pigeons, as to whether this uh, the workplace bullying is more prevalent top-down or bottom-up or just across? Yeah, well, I would mind that it's, it can happen in various forms. You know, um, workplace bullying can happen in terms of between a, a manager and a subordinate, but it can also happen among people who are co-workers, who are probably on the same level or who are just colleagues, and they could, you know, be doing it whether it's in a group format or it's against one person. So it is possible for it to really occur in different contexts of the workplace and it's not really tied to a one-size-fits-all. And remember, as the, la- as the levels progress, uh, bullying can take different forms. And y- you can also sometimes see a higher superior, you know, exerting that type of behavior on somebody who is a manager. So it doesn't only happen between the lower level, uh, 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 the lower level roles on the hierarchy, you know, uh, and between the roles that are much more higher. It can also happen within management itself, whereby the, you know, the MD, for instance, can be exerting such behavior on somebody who is a, a, an HR a, 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 a director or who is an HR manager, for instance, as an example. So uh, uh, there's no one size fits all, but all I'm saying is that it is possible for an adult to really, in their adulthood years, to experience workplace bullying, which is often associated to behaviors that uh, are seen in schools, are seen between teenagers and children. But it's, it's a reality that a lot of people may have gone through in their workplace journey or some could be currently going through right now. I, I was quite surprised to see that these uh, are also part of bullying because I thought maybe in some way this could be a control thing. Um, things such as situations such as micromanaging every detail of work an employee does, spreading gossip or rumors about co-workers, 
taking credit for someone else's work, withholding necessary resources for someone to get their job done, also information as well, and screaming at employees in front of others, and also gaslighting and making an employee an employee second guess themselves. Mm. A lot of so people can relate to this. Absolutely, I would wonder, and hence uh, uh, I also noticed that sometimes what can happen is that you know an adult in the workplace, the workplace could also potentially be going through something that they don't actually realize that is quite grave and it's very, it's very like you know it's it's a big thing, it's a traumatic thing that they are going through, and it's actually called workplace bullying, simply because this all that you've listed almost sounds like it's stuff that is, you know menial stuff that is just so small and mundane but if you really unpack the after effects that they have on somebody's psychology on somebody's confidence on somebody's self-esteem work performance job satisfaction you start realizing how traumatic this experience can become from an individual who is in that toxic space so you're right in saying that you know the list of the things that you've said you where people will use things that are so subtle, but they can use them against you to feel so uncomfortable in your space that you end up not wanting to be in it. And it's, it's, it's quite shocking, Abu Dimandla, because I feel a lot of people can actually relate to those kind of behaviors. And remember, this is a behavior that is recurring. It's one thing for a, a manager to have, or supervisor to be, or team leader to be having a rough day and raise their voice and yell at you because they are going through something. But if there are somebody who who has that emotional intelligence, they should be able to come back and say, you know, you know what, I'm sorry, I acted in this way at this time, and it wasn't right. It was not about you, it's just that I'm going through something. Or it shouldn't be something that keeps on reoccurring all the time. It should be something that happens as a once-off or whatever, something that you can say, okay, no, I know it." he's not like this or she's not usually like this, something must be happening. But if it's something that keeps on persisting and it keeps on reoccurring, then perhaps you should start thinking and considering it as potential, you know, um, workplace bullying. But what worries me is that sometimes these things uh, in some areas have become normalized to a point where people never report them, people never deal with them. And then, unfortunately, they start presenting with health challenges. That is true, Abudimandla. You know, that is why it's imperative for organizations, you know, to have a very a strong HR department whereby, you know, the grievance procedure, you know, as much as the disciplinary procedure is something that is, you know, put ahead and employees will come into a business and know that there will be disciplinary procedures if they don't do X, Y, and Z. It's important for employees to also know that there's also what is called a grievance procedure, which will be used if somebody feels that they are not being treated well or whether it's through work stuff or it's just through uh, treatment and behavior. They should know that they've got the right to voice out these things and it's the it's the responsibility of the employer, of the organization, to make sure that they also take on the responsibility of saying workplace bullying must be something that is not tolerated. It should be part of the code of conduct to say for them to create a conducive culture, a conducive atmosphere, an environment where workers want to come, they want to be productive. They should consider that workplace bullying is one of the things that are, are real. And although they are not always reported a Wikimandla because of People want to, they feel, they don't want to feel even more victimized 
or it can be a taboo issue to talk about because as an adult, you should be able to protect yourself in inverted commas, you know, but it's something that is, it, it can happen and it become, it, it's becoming more prevalent in organizations like because you're saying um, when it's reported, not a lot is done about it. So organizations need to be, to find a way to mitigate themselves when these things happen and they should be able to have measures that are able to pinpoint and pick up such symptoms of workplace bullying so that they can be proactive in, in how to manage and deal with such in their businesses. Ted minutes to five for chatting to us, Dabia Long, talking about the workplace bullying. And Asanda uh, says, uh, excited to hear the voice of Umkekeshi Wobomi. Says, uh, big friend. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello to you, Asanda. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Quickly, Asanda, uh, handling bullying at work. Any pointers? Yes, Abuti Manja. I have a few. And it's a, it's a very difficult one, Abut Manja, because sometimes you just don't feel like you want to mess up with your livelihood because the workplace is equal to somebody's livelihood being affected. But what I can encourage is to say, like I said, find out if there's a grievance process. You know, the more we, we normalize these things by not saying anything about them, the more we create more trouble for ourselves in the long run, and not just for ourselves, but also for the generations that will come behind us in order to put a stop to something, you need to have the courage to have to, 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 to stand against it. So report it as soon as possible, especially when you start seeing that this is something that is becoming prevalent. Another thing that you can also do, Agut Manja, is to just document those incidences. And I know it sounds like you're being dodgy or you, you're sounding like you, you want to put somebody under a trap, but no, because in future when you start reporting this case, what happens in the workplace is that you, in like in any other case, you, you have to have some sort of evidence. So when you uh, have those emails that are written in red and they are cursing and keep them, you know, print them out, uh, have document all these incidences the best way that you can. You know, if somebody starts yelling or whatever at you, call a witness or have somebody that maybe you are speaking to in the workplace and just say, come I want you to come and see what I'm talking about, you know, just so that you you start having evidence so that later, if you need to be to able, to be able to present that as the case continues to unfold, then you have actual evidence that you can use as proof to say, this is why I'm saying I'm being mistreated uh, or I'm not being treated properly in the workplace. If you feel safe, I would demand that to talk to the perpetrator, then do so. Make them aware and speak to them and say, you know what, I've, I've started noticing that, you know, this is a, a reoccurring behavior and I, I really, I don't understand what's going on, but you are not treating me well, etc. And see if that works. If it doesn't continue to, you know, escalate it through the various procedures that are available in your, in your space. Use the Employee Assistance Wellness Program, Abutimandla, that is available for most organizations where an employee can really contact somebody who is a counselor, who is a professional, and tell them about what is happening in their space, they would be able to offer them the counseling and the guidance that they need in terms of how to handle the situation. And the last thing that I can say is to 
remind employees who may be going through this to say focus on what is within your circle of control. If you are able to ask to be moved to a different department or a different branch, do so so that you can remove yourself from the toxic environment if ever you are feeling that nothing is coming from, from you taking the action. Avoid gossiping about the other person. Continue to do what is right, what is ethical, even when it seems like they don't deserve it. Just remember that the principle of sowing and reaping Abutimandla is always at play. One way or the other, this will come back to catch this person, whether they know it or they believe it or not. So fight to continue to perform. Fight for your mental health. Fight for your physical health and ensure that you, you don't allow this person to get the worst out of you. And I know because we've got various uh, personalities and that we are not all assertive or we are not all strong-willed and extroverted and opinionated, but you need to find that strength in you by making sure that you also speak to somebody who is outside the borders of your workplace, somebody that you trust, somebody who is in your personal space that you can actually share this journey with so that you don't feel alone and you don't feel like you know you are in a corner. The more you are able to talk about this, the more it will also diffuse the fear that this will unconsciously start building inside of you. Sure. Looks like uh, HR has got a mammoth task because sometimes uh, some people find just going to HR a bit intimidating. True, Abudimandla. But like I said, we need to learn to overcome our fears of things that are, you know, a lot of the times just misconceptions that we build in our own minds simply because we've heard stories or whatever the case may be. But it's important for you to be able to take the first step and go to those things and and experience them for yourself before starting to have, you know, preconceived imaginations about what is going to happen. Uh, We need to have courage, unfortunately, in everything that we do in this life. We need to be able to take those calculated risks because at the end of the day, Keeping quiet is also not going to help you or the next person for that matter who may not have the strength or the courage to be able to say something and they may be going through exactly the same thing, if not worse. Sure. So basically, we've got to brave it. Yes. Unfortunately, Abutmanda, it's one of those things. I, I, I remember as a child being bullied. One of the things that I had to do was be able to wake up every day go to school and be able to face those kids every day who were ostracizing me, who were isolating me, you know, on purpose. And one of, one of the things I had to do was I couldn't hide, I couldn't stay at home and not go to school. I had to every day, you know, wake up, you know, and, and put on my brave face and go to school and face them. So it's, it's one of those things that unfortunately we, we need to also go through as adults as well. I tried that once to brave it, uh, you know, on the bigger guy who was giving me a rough ride and I tried to master a baritone, but the baritone deserted me at that day because I just spoke in a squeaky voice. All he did was laugh. Sure. You know, he just laughed and he said, gee, you're trying very hard to scare me and it's not working, but... But uh, that's a story for another day because it became the biggest joke ever. Astavia, let me take this opportunity to thank you while I go and digest what you said. Because th- those are sobering truths and obviously applying to everybody. Hopefully that uh, once we've digested this, we can um, 
come back and have discussions, senior to junior, junior to senior and uh, uh, colleagues, so that at the end of the day, we spend so much time at work. Let's make it fun and productive. Absolutely. Yes, mm. Abit Mangla. It's my pleasure, Abit Mangla. Anytime. This, this is why I am here. Rockstar you. As there are no fabulous Wednesday to you and uh, enjoy the rest of the week. We'll see you on Tuesday. On Wednesday, we've got a date. Yes, sir. Love, you too. Love, Keep well. Lovely. Thank you. You too. As to the unknown, I say, I found two minutes to.